This is The Top, where I interview entrepreneurs who are number one or number two in their industry in terms of revenue or customer base. You'll learn how much revenue they're making, what their marketing funnel looks like, and how many customers they have. I'm now at $20,000 per talk. Five and six million. He is hell-bent on global domination. We just broke our 100,000 unit soul mark. And I'm your host, Nathan Latka. Yesterday morning, you guys joined me and you heard from Nick Unsworth. Now, he runs a free event. So how on earth does he make 800,000 bucks every time? Go check out episode number 44 to learn. Okay, Top Tribe, our guest today is Ty Lopez. Now, Ty is an investor, partner, or advisor to over 20 multi-million dollar businesses. Through his popular book club and podcasts, Ty shares advice on how to achieve health, wealth, love, and happiness with over 1.4 million people in 40 countries. Ty, are you ready to take us to the top? Sounds good. Awesome, man. Well, listen, first question. I know the answer, but a lot of my listeners have probably seen your ads all over YouTube, um, and they want me to ask you, do you own the Lamborghini? Of course. (laughs) (laughs) You know, that thing about, I don't know where this thing comes about renting a Lamborghini, but I'll tell you this. If you rent a Lamborghini for a year, you, uh, you're pretty insane because you could buy two or three. (laughs) So... I think they're about a two thousand to two thousand a day to to uh, rent, but no, I have them. You know, one thing I've learned in the world is that uh, most people have nothing to do. They, they don't, and I don't mean this in a disparaging way because I've been in this position where you get in that situation where uh, your life is full of distractions. Most of the world is full of distractions, whether it be you know old school distractions like drinking, partying. And not that any of those things in and of themselves are inherently uh, wrong, but when they become a distraction to, to cover up the bigger problem, the problem being you haven't found meaning in your life, you know, and then it is a problem. And some people, one of their forms of distraction is literally, you know, going out and blogging and doing weird stuff on commenting and trolling sure. on the internet. So, so uh, yeah, totally. So help people on, you know, help the top tribe understand what, what, it, you know, tylopez.com, you know, you're really a personal brand. What are you focused on selling? Is it still, you know, is it 67 steps or is there something new you're focused on? Well, so I'm an investor. I, I buy businesses or, or incubate new businesses out of an incubator and it, this type, you know, my personal brand, I started out as just a blog and, uh, it's kind of evolved into other things. But, uh, one of the main, my main focus is what they call knowledge society. 1963, Peter Drucker predicted that the world would move into an information society. That's a society we've lived in basically since the rise of the internet. So 1990, uh, 21st century for 10 years. And now we're trans. And so information is Google. It's Facebook. You know where your friends are on Facebook. You get in touch with first grade friends that you've lost touch with for 20 years. You can Google everything. You can Yelp a restaurant. Fine. So you have a lot of information. But what Peter Drucker predicted in the 1960s is that that is just a stepping stone to a real the society you really want to live in, which is he called the knowledge society. And so what differs, I call knowledge information in action. So I invest in businesses uh, or start and incubate businesses 
in education or and health that are based around this new knowledge side. So what would the world look like if 7.3 billion people not only had information, but was actually living it out on a day-by-day basis? Yeah. What would your health look like if you had the knowledge that Arnold Schwarzenegger put into his body? So that was information, and then he acted on it. You know, the, I read 70, my, the Milken Institute published something that said 70% of today's healthcare costs in the United States are prevented, uh, easily prevented with a little bit of knowledge and action for lifestyle, you know, and health. So we live in a world where people aren't doing that. Yeah. Help me understand what portion of your time you're focused on buying, building, or incubating other businesses versus literally selling the products that anyone would see if they went to tylopez.com. Ah, well, so I have a lot of employees. I, you know, I'm just, one of my new companies, I'm hiring another 150 people. So I end up not, um, I, I try to be outside the business as a chairman type uh, role. I've been in the business of, you know, for a long time since I was 19 as an entrepreneur. But now I try to spend 75% of my time uh, on strategy. And so 25%, whether it be strategy of the products we're selling on tylopez.com or new stuff, you know, it, it's, it's a good question. I'd say, 50% on new stuff at 50%. Oh, come on, man. On, I was hoping you'd give that. me a definitive one way or the other so I could figure out which kinds of questions to ask. So I'm just going to pick a side. You're focused on strategy. <laughs> walk, walk me through the 67-step strategy. You know, your time is valuable. Why'd you do it? Well, so all the programs that are on tylopez.com have been around for a long time, just not publicly. So what I do now is I, when I incubate a starter by a company, like I was working on buying Maxim last year. It ended up not going through. But if we would have acquired Maxim magazine, we would have had to, you know, drop in a whole bunch of executives. So I have an in-house training system. So people come work for me. They start at the bottom like I did. You know, I don't have a college degree, 40 bucks in my bank account, sleeping on a couch. And then I bumped into, started bumping into mentors and reading more and traveling the world. And so... Now, this training program that is anywhere from two to seven years, people, the people that I hire at an entry-level job, maybe customer service, they eventually can go on and be CEOs and run these companies. And so the 67 steps in all those programs are the things that I've been using really in one form or another since 2004 to train those people. So life is about quality of decision. You know, if you look at... I don't know if you saw my Instagram. I got a picture. I was just with Elon Musk. If you look at Elon Musk, he has superior talent in some ways, but it's the way he decides things. So the 67 steps are six. If you want to be successful, you have to reframe your mind uh, around decisions. So it's the 67 things I learned from my mentors about how to decide uh, whether it be you as an entrepreneur, you broke or you running a company, you know, for me. So that's what that was born out of. Then I have an accelerator program. So after well, let's, let's focus, Ty, because a lot of the audience, they won't have an accelerator program, but they definitely have things they're trying to, information products that are very valuable. They're trying yeah. to sell online. Can okay. you take us in kind of deep into the 67 steps, kind of the launch, you know, you know, how, how did you launch it? Uh, how, you know, what's the price point? What would people pay for it? So it launched at basically, I did it in beta. I, what I always do with any information product or not, you know, any physical product is I start them 
uh, even pre-beta, I start doing test groups. So I release the 67 steps for $0 to kind of an internal list of people, um, a, a wide breadth of people across multiple continents and stuff, multiple age groups. How many so people, Ty? Ty, how many maybe, people? Maybe I gave out, maybe I gave out a couple thousand people. Okay. Uh, I gave it out to a couple thousand people. From there, I went into beta mode. I did that for about three to six months. You need enough time, Dave. You got to be patient. You know, I was just reading Robert Greene's 48 Laws of Power. Patience. Impatience is one of the number one ways you lose power, whether it be in business or life. So you're patiently tweaking it. Then I launched it. I think we launched it for four bucks or something, four ninety five. Uh, and we, we so I probably released it, let ten thousand copies out or something like that. And then and Ty, those just real quick, yeah. those ten thousand. I mean, you've yeah. done a great job building, and you have right on your website all your members, connections, page likes, followers, etc. Yeah. Those ten thousand people that purchased for four ninety five. Uh, I assume you have a list or something that you emailed that drove those sales. Is that yeah. accurate? Yeah, I have a I have a big list, even bigger than that. I, so I've been an entrepreneur in the internet since two thousand one. Mm-hmm. So basically, I've I can reach millions of people pretty quick. So uh, is, is so, there, are there, yeah, a mil- just are you saying there's a million people on your email subscriber list about? More, more that I can reach. Yeah. I never released my exact numbers, but yeah, I'll put it to you this way. The stuff that I'm doing, once I came out of beta, so I was in beta for six months. Um, it's by far the most seen info product probably in history. I mean, I, I just passed 500 million views this year in the last six months. So 500 million uh, views on, 500 on what? Million. On different stuff and driving towards the 67 steps or something on, on a landing page that we have. So got it. You know, I'm one of the, yeah. So we, when I, the way I do is I'm very patient and dialing it in. And once you dial it in and it works, then you shoot for the moon. So, you know, we probably, and my market, I have a tight demographic market. It's much younger. So my demographic is probably 14 to 25. Um, and so 14 to 25, and maybe up to 30. Uh, men, although now it's crossed over and it's almost, it's almost equal to women, but it started out very male oriented. And, uh, yeah, the, yeah, the, the, the dudes I, I want the car and the girls want you cause you're a good looking guy, right? I don't think it's about me. <laughs> Believe it or not, people like the message and it's not a, it's not a get rich message. It's like, look, I can't show you how to make a million dollars in a day. I can't even show you in a month. The scientists say, give me 67 days and you can start literally tweaking the way your brain works. So I found doing now with marketing is a different thing. You got to make your marketing message simple. Because I do math products, so a lot of people. Let's Ty. Ty, let's go. Let's go back to sixty-seven steps real quick. Because you were just you said you were patient, and then you go to the moon, and you were about to take us to the moon, but then we got sidetracked. So a big list, well over a million people. Zero dollar test launched to thousands. Beta for four ninety-five went about ten thousand people purchased. What was after the beta? Then I went. Then I go. I have a formula that I kind of created called the PVP formula. So. Once I get out of the V stage, which we're calling here the beta stage, then you go into paid advertising. And so the PVT formula is P is plan slash strategy. So I'm very much into strategy. Most entrepreneurs are very weak strategy. And the best way you can test your strategy is can you get on stage and entertain 
500 people for two hours talking about your strategy around product pricing, the capitalization of the product. You know, Peter Drucker says there's eight objectives in business. So can you talk to me for a long time about your plan? Mm -hmm. If you can't, I won't invest in it. Then the second stage is virality. So when you go in that beta stage, that to me is synonymous with viral. The best test of whether you should come out of beta is do people tell their friends about it? Do they it. share virally? With, and then once you see that virality has been achieved, then last but not least, you go into the P stage, final P, which is paid. And that's where, uh, it, you know, about six months after launching to 10,000 people, we figured out how to achieve some level of virality. And then you go into paid and then you can blow it up. And, you know, about 70% of people under 25 have seen my stuff. So, in so, so Ty, did you increase, yeah. when you went from beta at 495, did you increase the price yeah. once you went into paid mode? And if yeah. so, what was that price? Then I went, I went to 67 because it's a dot. There's 67 videos, poor videos. So I like to give people, I like there's 25 cognitive biases and marking of the human mm -hmm. brain. One of them is called reason respecting bias. So whenever you price stuff, you'll get a much better conversion rate. If there's a reason that you pick that price. Our arbitrary prices are uh, convert much uh, at a much lower rate than a, a, a well thought out and a rational reason. So mm -hmm. I gave people a reason. Look, it's sixty seven because you're getting sixty seven core. So it's sixty seven bucks, and it's a monthly recurring. There's a VIP package that's a monthly recurring. If they cancel the recurring, what's the monthly recurring stay. price? It's sixty seven per month. It just it's sixty sixty nine ninety five per month. So. Got yeah, it. And, and help me understand. Forever. You're like you're like an ad genius. You know your team. I won't say it publicly unless you want me to. But your team kind of shared with me a little bit about the volume of spend you guys have done online to reach. Again, you said seventy percent of your demographic. Um, for you to acquire yeah. a sixty-seven dollar customer, how much was it costing you paid wise across all your just an average across all your channels? Well, so the way marketing always works, paid marketing there's low hanging fruit stage, and that's where you're going to acquire clients for cheaper than uh, you're making up front. And then almost inevitably, I've gone through three big launches on the, and not launches, I've gone through three evolutions of the internet. I was one of the first people to use AdWords, same thing. 2001, I started using AdWords. The first two years or a year, massive low-hanging fruit. Back in 2001 in the business, that was an info product, but it was similar. Uh, I was in finance, I worked for G Capital and investment stuff. You could acquire a customer for 200 bucks and make 1500 bucks. Yeah. So you were made, you were basically pretty much, I was in the beta for Facebook 2008, same thing. You could acquire a customer in 2008 for basically you could double your money in advance. Yeah. You get those diminishing um, returns, then, right? Over time. Yes. And it usually, it usually lasts for about 18 months. Yeah, yeah. So same thing now with the, and we market on 20 different channels. We don't have one channel. And yeah. We've spent everything. I mean, I've spent anything on paid marketing phones, Zero dollars a day to hundreds of thousands of dollars a day. I've tested it all, and uh, it all comes down to you got to know your LTV. So we, what happens is, you, the reason I say you got to be patient. It's like uh, Bruce Lee said, you know, I don't fear the man who practices one kick. Well, Ty, Ty, take, take me back yeah. real quick. Take me back real quick because we have some yeah. we have some live people in studio listening, and they're going, "Wait, oh, okay. what's LTV? What's LTV?" So on a sixty-seven dollar yeah. thing, again, what is your LTV on the people that go through the sixty-seven dollar? I mean, the sixty-seven steps so, funnel. So what you want your L so it's a little. We have multiple products, so let me give you let me give you something that would help everybody listen to this. Generally, whatever price you pick, if you opt them, you have to test price. And I will tell you once 
one business, I didn't test price and lost $28 million that if I had done more split testing, I would have easily made. So I call my $28 million mistake. Don't make that mistake. So first, when you're in viral stage and you come out of it in the page, you really want to test multiple price points. Let's just pick an arbitrary one because it's easier to do the math. Let's say your core product that you're selling plus a few upsells is a hundred bucks. That's not mine exactly, but let's just say because it's a round number. So if people buy, the average person buying from you, let's say spends 50 bucks and they buy a few upgrades you have after the core. So a hundred dollar lifetime value there. But no, 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 a hundred dollars initial. Let's say that's your initial. Okay. So generally the way it's going to average out is that you're going to over time spend about a hundred bucks to get that client. If you're good at marketing, you will start out being able to get hundred dollar payments and you spend 50 and it will start creeping up inevitably as the low hanging fruit disappears. So it'll go from 50 to six. Usually it starts out at 50. You're like, Oh my God, I'm going to be, that's when people, I just talked to a 20 year old kid who's buying an event door. And I'm like, why are you doing that? He's like, I'm making all this money. I'm like, be careful because that money goes away over time. So 50, 60, it starts creeping up and you start spending 100 to make 100. So you're breaking even. So Ty, so hey, real, real quick, is, man, real quick. Yeah. I don't want to cut you off, but what I'll do is I yeah. will link to, because I want I, I try and jam a lot into 15 minutes in the show notes at yeah. nathanlacka.com forward slash the top four or five. I will link to some of your stuff, your, your YouTube videos yeah. where you teach a lot of this stuff. But just can yeah. you real quick generally give out, if you, I'm going to make this up. If you have a customer yeah. going through Ty Lopez, any of your products, and the lifetime value is, let's say, 500, how much of lifetime yeah. value are you willing to spend on customer acquisition, ratio-wise? I would probably not spend more than 200 or 250. Got it. So about up to 50% of lifetime, lifetime value. You need, to have that other, you need to have that other because it doesn't come in immediately. And you, businesses are based not on profit and loss state. Forget anybody who tells you that. They're based on what's called free cash flow. Free yeah. cash flow is what you must have. So that's that's the ratio. Yeah. Dude, that's, hel- that's, yeah. Hel- that's helpful, man. That's really valuable. Okay, Top Tribe, I want to give you more brain juice this month, totally free. If you're loving this episode, text the word Nathan, N-A-T-H-A-N, to 33444 for your chance to win a prize on an upcoming show. The next prize is a pack of 14 business books valued at 250 bucks if you bought them on Amazon. And these books are the ones that Mark Zuckerberg thinks every entrepreneur must read. The listeners love this part of the show. Do you know what's next? I can get. Come on, Ty. uh, Come on, bullshit with me here. What is it? Is this the one about if I could tell my 20-year-old son? I mean, tell (laughs) something? I'm impressed. That's good. Dude, Ty, it's time for the famous five. Are you ready? Okay. (laughs) Number one, you're a big reader. Everyone follows the stuff you read on Instagram. What is your favorite business book? Only one. The Essential Drucker by Peter Drucker. Genius. Number two. Number two. Is there a CEO that you are following or studying right now? Uh, Yes. Read about Stephen Schwartzman, the founder. He was CEO and I was retired of a private equity group called Blackstone, the biggest private equity guy out there. He's a genius. Now you, you were at his 60th birthday party, right? I was not, a, I was not at his party. He has a big lavish place. Come on, Ty. <laughs> all right, all right <laughs> man. Make it that one. I just see you everywhere. So I figure you are there. Number three, man. What is your favorite online tool? Like Evernote? Uh, I think the most, you know, buffer is I do a lot of social so I like Buffer because you can post 
to multiple, I have like five or 10 different accounts. So Buffer is a great cheap tool to post to Facebook, Twitter. You can do Instagram. Now you can do Pinterest uh, and you can do LinkedIn and Twitter. So it's a great tool. Great. Number- Evernote's not bad. Okay, cool. Number four, Ty, you're building an empire. I want to know if you're doing it in a healthy way. Yes or no? Are you getting eight hours of sleep every night? For sure. Do not. Whatever you do, I try to get eight to nine. You got to know yourself. Some people need, don't go less than seven and a half. That's what most, I talked to the Harvard guy. He told me seven to nine, which almost everybody needs. Great. All right. This is my favorite. It's the question that you, uh, you mentioned earlier, but Ty, number five, if you wish your 20 year old self knew one thing, what would it be? Don't come to conclusions based on gut feeling unless the gut feeling is highly refined through multiple experiments over and over in all the four main areas of life, health, wealth, love, and happiness. Experiment away. Give yourself a good long time to draw hardcore conclusions. Such great advice. And Ty, you're running a bunch of experiments online. People are going to want to watch you. They're going to want to study you. Where can people connect with you online? Best place is just go to my website, tylopez.com and join. I've got a book a day. If you don't want to read a book a day, I summarize them and put them out a few times a week, things I'm reading. So it's a free email list. It's not very salesy and stuff. It's pretty much solid info. And that has links to all my other uh, YouTube and Instagram. I'm pretty big on too. So that's a good tylopez.com. There you go. tylopez.com. We'll link to that in the show notes at nathanlacka.com forward slash the top 45. Ty from high school graduate, no college to a failed maxim bid for now, now mentoring 20 multi-million dollar businesses. Sir, thank you so much for taking us to the top. Thank you. You bet. Great. And cut. We're good, Sean? Cool. Tight. Coming up tomorrow morning, I have a good friend on. Her name is Molly Han, and she is an artist who hit an all-time low in the early 2000s. And now she used a clever tactic to make 28,000 bucks a month from her sketches of something you're just not going to believe. This podcast is produced by Oration Recording and is sponsored by Eddie Communications and Roanoke, Virginia's Grandin CoLab, the premier workspace for entrepreneurs and growing companies.